Bow wow. He got Three, two, one, and we are live. I'm welcome to. Okay, this is crazy, guys. So I had to rebrand the podcast because I got kicked out of my anchor account and I can't retrieve it of something in the water where I did six episodes. So now we're rebranding it. It's gonna be called. The roses that grew from concrete. It's like a Tupac thing, you know, like a rose doesn't really grow from concrete. But, you know, basically the podcast is about like inspirational. It's about, you know, people that have had drug problems. It's about people that have mental health issues that overcame them. I mean, you can't even say that they're recovered. But we could definitely say, you know, in recovery. And I'll have a special guest with me today. Uh, first guest on the new podcast. We do not have the host uh, my, you know, everybody knows Jesus from my Instagram. Obviously, <laughs> he's the host. He's working today. I'm not working. I'm being a bum today. I haven't worked in a couple months, but it's all good. Um, Richie just said bum ass to me. <laughs> he don't even have a job either. This guy. So anyway, we have Richie on the podcast. My boy Richie Pesky. Just give you a little background about Richie. I try to. He looks real, real New York. This kid, real New York. But he's got a Vans hat, like a gay guy or something. Even though I'm, I'm used to seeing him in fitteds, like uh, New York fitteds or Nets stuff, right? Mm-hmm. They have like Nets and stuff. Come on, speak up, Rich. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you know, now you're making me feel offended. No, no stop it. I don't even like that, Rich. I love you. I'm just trying to give the, the crowd, the, the 50 people that listen, an idea of what you look like. Because when first I'm, of all, I'm Metro, not gay. You're not even Metro. Yeah. I'm just saying, this the if hat anything, today. Man. Just the hat today is not is not. What I'm used to seeing with you. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you got the camel pants on. You're New York, bro. We're about to smoke a nice blunt. So let me just give you a little background about my boy Richie that I can give. Uh, we're pretty tight. We don't hang out every day. Not, I wouldn't say he's my best friend, right, Rich? No. But we are tight. You know, we hang. We see each other once every couple months. Right? That's the way it sounds. You know, once every couple months, we, we chill, we kick there, it, yeah. smoke a blunt. Then we wait another three months for another reunion. Yeah, it's hard, man. Everybody's busy, you know? Very hard. Nah, real though. Um, real. Everybody, you know, doing their own thing. I got best friends that I haven't seen in a year. You know what I mean? It's just oh. how it is. Growing up sucks, man. We're getting old. It sucks. But, uh, so anyway, back on topic. I'm like Kanye West, bro. My thoughts, they're all over the place. So, <laughs> Rich, have you seen me going off? Just give me a smack in the face. Keith, get with it. But, uh, so, I met him in Stony Brook Hospital, Ted North. Uh, we were chilling just in the room and we were getting people to come in the room and we made, we made this segment up, tell them why you're mad. We actually, I actually copied it from Power 105.1. They have this segment where people call oh, up. Yeah. Remember that, Rich? Remember that? <laughs> so we had people coming in and I would have Richie interviewing them. I'd interview them. And we just, we became tight, you know? It's, Mine uh, was, I'm mad that we have to take these goddamn meds every goddamn day. Yeah, the pills suck, guys. If you don't have to take the pills, don't take the pills. Smoke weed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. We're about to do that right Hell, now. Oh, yeah. Actually, yo, let me hit that oil, bro. We just got some new oils. They're very potent. Very good. Sorry for the pause. I was just hitting that thing. Um, so, okay. So, yeah. I mean, Richie, from we've been talking, you know, we really get deep into conversation. We don't, we're not just like surface talk when we hang out, you know. We get into deep stuff. And he shared with me some very crazy things. And uh, I just wanted you guys to hear him, like the couple people that do listen to this, you know. And maybe you can get inspired, or maybe you could just be like, yo, Richie's the man, and hey, Richie, yo, <laughs> Richie, plug, plug the, yo, Richie, yo, plug the Instagram. <laughs> you can hit up Richie right here. <laughs> Let me hit that. Oh, my. 
Oh, oh my god, this thing's nice. Yo, if you guys can see me now, I got a perfect blunt roll of like the best weed, and we're chilling. It's what is it, Monday? It's Monday at noon. <laughs> we're chilling. I'm supposed to be at group. He's supposed to be at group. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck group. So anyway, this what, was is I my group. what were we talking about, this Richie? I got I got sidetracked. <coughs> oh, so I told you I'm Kanye West. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so Richie's been through a lot in his life. <coughs> But he's also overcame a lot, too. And we were just talking, you know, what do we want to touch base with on the podcast, you know? He said, I just don't want people to dwell on my... Uh, my past. I want them to see my struggles as chances to rebuild my life and chances to build onto something better. And it's like... And, inspira- and your inspiration. Yeah, anyway, because, on, like, you know... I'm sorry. The thing that motivated me the most throughout the struggle is, like, the fact that I got to see my mother and my father see what I'm going through, watch it, but still, but still at the same time, but still at the same time, be resilient in their own lives and then show me that, hey, you know, we know what you're going through. We see it. We're here with you, but you got to keep fighting back. And were that's parents, what I learned. Were your parents together? They got divorced? Nah, Tell me a little parents, bit about their uh, relationship. So, quick detour. My yeah, parents yeah. been divorced since I was two or three-ish. Now, how's your now, relationship with your father, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, not the best terms. We talk, we speak here and there, you know. But when they got divorced, I didn't see him for almost three, four years till I was six. And that's when he started coming around for the visits. Now, let me ask you something. Um, do you remember him when you were, like, five and six? Because I remember I have, like, very few memories of, like, when I'm a kid, when I was four. But I do have one or two. I do remember one. I remember I have one that, like, one memory that always stays with me. Because it was somewhat traumatizing and just somewhat embarrassing. How old were you? I was seven. Yeah, tell us about that experience, Richie. So I had just gotten to my first serious incident at school. Mm-hmm. Tell, and, me, tell me about that. Uh, what happened? I was in the second grade, uh-huh. and this kid was sitting next to me in class, and he kept calling me names, kept talking about the fact my mother was in a coma, and I decided to put a number two pencil through his hand on the desk. Damn, it went and through? They it went put, through? Yeah, so then they <laughs> brought me into the principal's office. They had the cops come. They transferred me. They transported me into um, South Oaks, and I spent about two and a half weeks there. So dealing with that at that age. you remember age, that at like, seven being in South Oaks? That's, that's one of the memories that, honestly, that still sticks with me because it, it fucked with me, man. It, like, it kind of gave me a glimpse of the other side, like, a life that I could have if I don't, you know, cut the bullshit and stop with, you know, getting angry and letting the anger take control instead of using the anger to control myself. So, I get it, 100%. So, you're diagnosed with a mental illness? Yeah. Which which one? Uh, Bipolar, uh, rage disorder. Did they, did they, what else? I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut Uh, you off. PTSD, chronic Uh anxiety, chronic depression, and ADHD. Now, when you were seven, did they diagnose you at seven? Were you taking meds at seven? I was or diagnosed was it... at six years old with ADHD and ODD, which is oppositional defiant disorder, but it's mostly seen in children. But it's almost as if... I know it sounds stupid to say that's a disorder. Nothing but, stupid, my friend. But ODD is a real thing, and it's where you'll be... You're like... Okay. No, here. That's oh, yeah. it, yeah. My bad, Richard. Okay. So, like, uh, I need to say something before we go. If I cut you off, just say, Keith, let me speak, because that's a problem that I yeah, have, okay? So, right. let me know. So, I'm sorry, I just cut you off again, but go on. Don't worry about it. So, with that being said, like, she, uh. Oh, fuck. <coughs> yeah, 
what I was speaking about. <laughs> um, I think we need that, to take a break. Yeah, take right. a break. Let's I'm already. Jesus Christ. That's all right, we're gonna get back to this in another ten minutes. Bye. Lower this shit. Lower this shit. Yo, I have no idea how to work this podcast shit. It's me and Richie again. I'm trying to get back to where we left off. I can't figure this shit out, so we're just starting a new one. Richie, we were just talking about death. Hit up. Hit me, bro. Talk, talk so, like, to me. You know, <laughs> we were talking about, like, the death of my grandma, the death that, of my mother, uh, great aunt. My father died last week. Uh, go on, Richie. I'm sorry. I'm going to cut and, you off. No, and it's, uh, you know, I feel like death is almost a part of new life. And I feel like with every death, there is a new life that comes. Whether it be through you, through someone around you, through a relative, through a friend, through anybody. And I always feel like there's a new door that opens up for you every time yeah, something like that Yeah, I happens. agree with that. You scared of death, Richie? No. no. And honestly, I've come to peace with death. The only thing I'm scared about is when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen. I just, you know... Wow, that's pretty deep, bro, what you just said. And um, sometimes I feel like, you know... Like, I've, I've not cheated death, I won't say that, but I was supposed to die, at least I feel. You know, in God's eyes, maybe I wasn't. I was in a car accident when I was living upstate about four years ago. I showed several people the picture of the car, the back wheel was gone, um, my window was blown out, my airbag didn't go off, none of my airbags went off, the only one that went off was the driver's seat. Um, when we got, when the cops got there, uh, I, I had, my friend was still unconscious, 20 feet from the car. Uh, a guy behind us recorded the whole thing, showed the cops, showed me. We were airborne. We went about 20 to 25 feet in the air, did six, six to seven bower rolls, landed, hit a guardrail, did a 50-50, and we were upside down on the guardrail sitting there. I came to, I smelled gasoline. So I <laughs> sounds like a movie, my, bro. I got my seatbelt yeah, off. Yeah, a movie. <laughs> I got my boy's seatbelt off that was driving. And mind you, he was driving drunk. So, and I was high. So when I got him out the car, I did my best to get him as far away as I could. The guy that was behind us pulled up, called an ambulance, asked if we were good. Um, fast forward about 10 minutes to when the cops show up. They asked me if I want to see uh, medical attention. I was like, nah, I'm right. I'm good. I refuse. So my friend, they took him in because they could tell he was drunk. He did a breathalyzer. He blew, I think it was three, four points, three or four points higher than the legal limit. So they had to take him in. Um, the next morning, we got a call from the police department to pick him up. We picked him up. Are we still doing this? Oh, oh yeah, good, good. I'm they, uh, <laughs> they told us that the speedometer clocked out at 98 miles an hour. God damn. When we hit debris, and that's when we had flipped because the car has trash control. And if you know about trash control, if you try to catch it while the trash control is trying to catch the grip, you're just going to mess it up and spin. That's what he did. He also had fell asleep momentarily at the wheel when this occurred. Richie, your life's a movie, bro. Nah, bro. I'm just <laughs> blessed to be alive, bro. Like, for real, people don't get it. Like, but um, that happened. And, yo, and the craziest part is the gas tank blew on impact. The yeah. cop and the bo- and two MT- EMTs both said that, like, the laws of science and, and everything, the gas tank exploding should have went up in flames. We should not be alive in that car accident. Damn. Yo, there was one tire left on the back end. Half a tire left on the front end because the pop tire popped and the rim was bent so much that it just shrunk to half the size of the rim. Damn, Richie, that's freaking crazy, bro. So, You're still here standing with me telling your story. Another that, time, that's amazing. I had smoked some weed laced with fentanyl. <laughs> I ended up in a coma for two days. This is a good one. Listen. Came out of that, so I'm not going to explain the whole story of that one. 
Another time it was a purpose uh, overdose. I a purposeful done, purposefully done overdose. You shot it? I um no. I took smoke crack. Keith, shut up. <laughs> nah, for real. On the real, I took 27 trazodone that were oh, 5 I hate trazodone. Like I take fake 15 seracols. I, I take seracol and trazodone right Keith. now. And then, I, and then I drank half a bottle of codeine that my mom had in her drawer. And then I sat outside, and the last thing I remember was blacking out as the EMTs woke up to me. And I woke up a week later. I wasn't in a coma. I was just literally... Now comatose from the medication all along. So I woke up and all I said was, I'm hungry. And my mom laughed and then started crying hysterically. So, you know, they were telling my mom that I was going to be half brain dead when I came out because the amount of sedatives I took. Because trazodone is a mild sedative, even though I took a high dose. Yeah, and the is strong. And then the Seracles, I took about 200 milligrams. you on Seracle now? No. You know, those were the three times where I... And honestly, I never tell a lot of people about this. My mom knows about it. Dad, a few of my closest friends. The two times I tried to kill myself. Um, the one time I saw a black place and it was dark. Like it was hot. I yeah. felt like nothing but just weird and anxious feeling. Like I felt like I was hurting. I like how you and can pinpoint weird, the symptoms, bro. bro. It's like, I can't explain exactly, but that's what I felt. I felt hurt. I felt guilt. I felt angry. I felt sad. Emotions, I'm sorry. And yeah. no matter where I walked, it was just black darkness everywhere. The other time, I was in a white room, what seemed to be just a white blank room. And I started hearing voices coming to me. One was my stepfather, who had passed away two years prior. You know, another was my grandfather, who I've only met when I was a baby, and he, yeah. he announced his name. And they told me, you know, I don't understand why you want to take your life. They gave me a whole speech about it. You know? And then when I came to, I told you? my mother. That time I was 13. You know? That's crazy, bro. You know, and it's just like, you know... I feel like, you know, we go through these experiences, whether it's suicidal attempts or whether it's a car accident, whether it's yeah. whatever disastrous event it is, I feel like it's meant to happen for you to open your eyes to something bigger. Yo, Richie, yo, don't for sharing that, bro. No doubt, credit, bro, because that brings us to a whole awesome segment that we could talk about right now. Suicide. You know what I mean? Yeah. I tried it twice. Like you said, I was in a coma for four days. Like, what made me just remember... You were talking about how you saw the black and the white. I saw color, bro. I saw colors. And then I woke up and, uh, lower that, lower that. So I woke up and, uh, I had all doctors like pushing on me. You okay? You okay? Keith, Keith, they grabbing me. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh my God, what's going on? You know what I mean? Like I just came out of this little lightning cloud and I have doctors like, Keith, wake up. Oh my God. You know what I mean? I learned. Somebody told me it was four days. I never wanted to go and ask my mother because I never wanted to bring her back to that place. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just never wanted to be like, yeah, mom, remember that time I was committing suicide? You know, especially now because my father, I know, was like the one who found me, I think. I know the second time it was my, the one, my, my dad's the one who found me. The second time wasn't too severe. I mean, it was. I only took, I took like 40 ambience. Jeez. Yeah, Jeez. almost Jeez. went, but it wasn't that bad. <laughs> the first time was really bad. Damn. But I think my dad found me on that one, too. But uh, we just got to promise each other. No suicide. No more suicide attempts. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Fuck that, bro. We ain't going out like that. We're going out like champs. Yeah, Natural that's... causes, you know? That's the only way we're going out. Although we're like 90 and we can't even move anymore. We put a fucking gun 
after my book is written. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> fucking no, gun to your head when you're 90. <laughs> I, I've, I've made crazy vows to people. Like, yo, like, if I don't, if I don't get somewhere by this time next year, that's it, I'm clocking out. I'm done. And then that time comes around and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it one more year. Yeah. Let me, let me just give it one more year because I'm too pussy to do it right yeah, now. Yeah, so, so Richie, you know? I've heard some of your, uh, your poems, your raps. We won't have to get the rapping on here, but... Tell us about your poems. What what inspire them? What uh, made emotions, you want to write? Emotions, things I go through. Uh, yeah, get a little more deeper. Go. So, uh, biggest one that I write about right now is the emotions I'm feeling with trying to reconnect with the ex of five years. So a lot She's of emotions. Been your ex come, for five years? No, she was. We were in a relationship for five how many, years. How many months has she been your ex? Almost a full year now. Yeah, that's same with my girl too. That's yeah, crazy. So, but we have a lot of similarities, me and you. I'm learning. So it's, you know, it's, it's difficult, it's emotional, and it's like a roller coaster because some days we'll have good conversations. And then other days we won't speak for days, and she'll just ghost me, and she'll say she's depressed and shit, and I get it. You know, I just want her to know that I'm here, but besides that, the emotions, they Do just... Do we really just want to know that we're here? I think that's bullshit. We want them. We don't want to just yeah. know that we're here. We want, they, we want them. We Listen, want to be selfish. We want to take want, them. We don't leave them alone. The only thing I want is for like, and I've told her this a million times. Yeah, let me like, guess. You want her to be happy even yeah, if it's not with yeah. you. Yeah, like yeah, whether bullshit. it's with or without me. You, you know? find out she's with someone, you're going to flip. No, actually it's happened before and I kind of stepped back. Like we hooked up for a week straight while they figured out what they were doing. And oh, so you guys that, been hooking up after this year too? No, we haven't. You guys actually, been broken up. We How, when's, last time you have, when's the last time you've seen her? I seen her like four months ago. <laughs> we talked. <coughs> wow, but um, we're in the same boat, my dude. Yeah, so it's, it's you know, it's hard, but you know, I write about it every day because that's what helps me get through. I like to write, man. You like to read, Richie? Not really. I'm more of a writer. You're crazy, I'm man. Really you gotta get your head in a good book, bro. It'll change your life, a good book. Get that weed in you. Read a book. Forget about it. I feel like writing is the most. It's the most artistic way to express how you feel because you think writing yeah, is yeah art yeah like because like art and painting yeah you could paint a picture to express music, how you bro, feel music. that's this that's honestly number one but honestly music is poetry yeah especially it's words rap, with a beat especially rap it's words with a beat if you look at rap the way they write bars bars are yeah, also what is bars? Another, explain that bars are are two to three lines you could do four line bars but a bar and then a hook comes. Yeah, but a bar pretty much is another is a is a is a poetry uh, term. And you, you like to rap, term, it's a rap term. Yeah, I like to do a little bit of everything. But all right, let's let's cut it short. Let's just do one poem. I don't want to bore everybody with our first episode. Right, let's so ease them in slowly, read you the right? Shortest one and the most recent one. I wrote this on do one August, of them. One of them. August 9th, I wrote this. So August about, 9th, everybody listen. About a week ago, it's called the Twisted Rebel. I'm only going to say this one time, so please shut the fuck up and listen. <laughs> I hope you simps like the cheese with the wine, because I'm whipping up something nice in the kitchen. Oh, shit, that's But hold fire. up, just give me a minute. Let me put my whole wrist up in it like Carter. Vince like me, I should have been a starter. Bars like a veteran, even though I just started. I come so quick with the bars like lightning. My punchlines hit so fast, see the flash, it's frightening. I'm like, I'm like Flash with the brain of Dr. Strange and lightning. Right now I'm about to get this. Uh, right now I'm about to get delirious. No jokes on this side, just some eerie guts. Creeping ever so demonically, I'm so insidious. See a devilish smile upon my face while I cause the havoc. Shit, man, it's the drugs that do it for me. I gotta have it. I'ma take hold of my life so tight like I'm bull riding. Never putting up a white flag it, like baby. I'm bullfighting. 
Stay with a loud pack. Yeah, yeah, that's no Pinocchio. Cause these hoes be tricking around just like they're a rodeo. All I'm trying to say is watch out for the fakery. I know oh so many snakes that been trying to take from me. But that shit won't ever happen when I get to snapping. Like Brady, I cock back my hand holding my red pen. But if you don't know, you better ask that my pen is my greatest weapon. And I write as if Einstein was reborn with the mentality of a psycho. Yes, I've done some shit that to hell I might go. And I've been crossed the point of no return. There's no point in turning back. Now it is my turn. So my rebuttal, I'll return exactly. the favor. A feature for a feature from a true rebel with no feels. Sold my soul for some Benjis and a new deal. Oh, no shit. mask on my face, a true devil. I'm so real. Damn, damn, get it. Good, that was good, man. I enjoyed yeah. that. Anyway, so if you want to reach out to Richie and say, Richie, you suck at podcasting, or you're the man, Richie, you do, you do good at podcasting, because that was his first time in front of the camera. Not in front of the camera, but with the, the mic, mic on, and he did really well. And I'm learning, too. I'm not the best. I mean, this is the number one podcast in the world. <laughs> but I still got a lot of work to do, guys. So hit, me, hit my DMs. Come back. It's number one in the universe. Of, <laughs> in the universe of Keith. In my mind. In, in so hit me up. Instagram. Comeback underscore Keith. Uh, Richie, what's your Insta? Uh, Plug it. Shit, shit, shit. Hold on, we coming. It is. Uh, Mister underscore need no, underscore. No, 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 shut, shut. Nvr underscore need underscore love four four four. Wait, what? Say it again. Nvr underscore. Need underscore love four four four. Perfect. All right, so no we're gonna need. be we're gonna be doing podcasts once a month, once a week, me and Jesus, and I'm sure I'm sure uh, <coughs> Richie's gonna stop by and come see us again, definitely. Oh yeah. But yo, look at how awesome our lives are, bro. I'm sitting on my fucking deck with no shoes on on a Monday at noon with a huge pool. <laughs> nice out. One more thing. And we're smoking some good bud. And that's One it. More thing. We're having a good time. Just have a good time, man. I know some of you guys are watching this like, oh, Keith's crazy again. Keith's going nuts again. Yeah, I guess I am fucking nuts, right? <laughs> my fucking, yeah, I don't want to go off on rants right now. We're going we're gonna to leave that to another day. <laughs> well, one thing. Stick, uh, stay tuned because you're going to hear more music from me coming. Yes. We're definitely yes. going to hear more music. Yes. All right, everybody. See you later.